But yeah, like regarding Puke and Downs, like do I prefer Puke to Josh Downs? Yes, because Puke has shown a bit more and like overall he has more value to everyone else. Like to me, I also think he's more valuable than Josh Downs, but I probably don't think the gap is as much as other people think because I don't think Puke is a top three guy. But like, yeah. has a situation like Puka happened where this guy was on no one's radar. Like, this guy was completely undrafted in a lot of rookie drafts, and he just comes out and he's on pace for, like, a thousand-yard season. Plus, probably. Like, how many times has that happened, and what happened to those guys? Like, what happened to, for example, Cooper Cup? Wasn't Cooper Cup at, like, a similar level? I guess that's true. He was, uh, he was like a third or fourth round rookie pick in a lot of... So yeah, I, I mean... Hmm. Yeah, like his rookie season wasn't as good as Puka's. But he still had... Uh, I think he was a wide receiver. Wide receiver 24. Mm -hmm. So... Had like close to 100 targets first year. So, so here's the thing. You, you call the people who... acquired puka a sucker what example do you have of someone producing at puka's level and not panning out that's sort of a trick question isn't it because like if we have i don't know what's the sample size like how many people like how many players came out of basically irrelevancy came into the league produced well and just kept producing like I guess the sample size for like the success rate of that I would say the success rate for that is pretty high because I don't think there's don't many think yeah because I don't think there's many guys who come out of basically nowhere produce at a high level year one and then just fade because I don't think there's a lot of guys who do that to start so, so then why so then uh, okay so then why are the people who are acquiring puka suckers Because I wouldn't think that he keeps producing at a wide receiver tree in Dynasty pace. That's just me. Like, I'd rather not buy the player. Like, if this is a case that has happened, I guess, what, five times in the league, I probably wouldn't bet against that. That's true. So... Yeah, so. Here's the argument I would make. I would almost make the running back argument where the wide receiver, like one, two, and three, at least on a keep trade cut, because that's what because it's crowdsourced. That's why we use it. So we're kind of trying to get the pulse of the totality of everyone doing fantasy. So the wide receiver one, two, and three can be pretty volatile because. Two years ago was Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson the top wide receivers. And it's still the same thing. No, were they? Because I don't think they were. Oh. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure.
pretty sure they were they are they have been one and two for at least two seasons now. I think so. I don't know. Tyreek Hill was the wide receiver one for a good stretch. Yeah, like I can go back a year and okay, so a year back in keep trade cuts. And back on yeah. Like Chase has been either one or two since what November of twenty twenty two. He has been either actually he has been either one or two. So and I don't want to get this one wrong. But yeah, he has been either one or two since October of twenty twenty one. Okay. Well then maybe I'm wrong with that. Because The, the, well, then, no, I'm definitely wrong with that because my argument was the volatility. But then again, I guess we're not putting Puka Nakua at one or two. Has the three shifted, I guess, is the question. Oh, the three obviously, has probably shifted. Obviously, like, okay. So, obviously, it shifted when Puka got there. So, how long did the person who had three before Puka stay? He, at actually, like, he actually isn't three on Keep Trade Cut right now. He's still not at that level. It it was just the guy on Reddit who said, "Is he three right now, ahead of AJ Brown?" Oh, okay, okay. I thought he was three. Oh, my bad. I was under. No, no, no. He's he's eleven. He's eleven still. Like people haven't gone like completely cahoots. Some yeah, people. They, they have a, well, that's still a wide receiver one in dynasty. Just yeah. crazy still. But yeah, like the wide receiver tree has shifted quite a bit. Now it's it's AJ Brown. Uh, like to start the season, it was probably Tariq Hill. I want to say, Amon so Rogets. React a little bit. So like obviously Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. You said they've been locked in for at least a year plus. Do we overreact a lot with the wide receivers under like the top guy? At, in a given year, or I think, that, or is it that it's so like flush with talent that it's kind of hard to decipher who's three, who's five, who's seven? Yeah, I think it's a bit of that. It's basically like they fluctuate, but like the difference isn't major between the two guys. Like, for example, wide receiver seven to wide receiver three, the difference on keep trade cut is around 700, uh, 700 points. For example, so that's Which is what? What draft capital? Uh, seven hundred points is like a third, I believe. So the difference between the third is the difference between the third yeah. best wide receiver in dynasty and the seventh. Uh, okay. Yeah, and like for example, but like the difference between uh, the difference between one and two, it's around ten points, and the difference between one, two, and three, it's over a thousand points. It's like mm -hmm. fifteen hundred. So fifteen hundred is about the late second. So there's there's a bit of a difference there. Like they're saying that the value, the, the difference in value between like the three guy and the seven guy, the probably eight guy as well, it's around half of what the difference is between the one and two guys to the three guys. So there's a bigger drop there. So basically, if you don't have Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, you're chasing Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. Right now. Yeah. Obviously, like, that if, could change. 
if you have AJ Brown, who is now like wide receiver three, and you can get any of the other wide receivers in the like four to seven range, plus something, you just do it. Same for everything, like every combo here. Because like any given year, those guys will just rise up and on the board. But the one and two will will stay the same. Like as like my argument for liking wide receivers will always this. Like Jefferson is out for four four weeks, maybe more because the team hasn't like said that he he will be back once he's out of the IR. Once the the four weeks have passed. After beating the 49ers, they may change their tune on that. Just call it. Just call it on. Call it on. And yeah, like he he has gone from like nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine points to nine thousand nine hundred and ninety six points. Like they just don't lose value because they are still elite, and they have like a shelf life of I don't know ten years. When did Tyreek get in the league? Wasn't it like, what, six years ago? Tyreek might retire before that ten. 10 years comes up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Could be. For sure. But, yeah, but yeah, like regardless, my point yes, is... they have longer shelf lives than the running backs. The running back one is as volatile as anything else. Like, Exactly. I... I love me some running backs because a running back, like a true running back one season can win you a playoff. Like just bar none. And that's kind of why I'm gravitated more towards it. Cause I rather just, I'd rather just win, you know, I know yeah, you but like play the long game. I want to win. With the way running backs have been deployed right now, like, more running back by committee, like more usage of another back. Those true elite running back one seasons are starting to sort of fade away and getting matched by the true wide receiver one seasons. So that is awful. I'd rather have the guy who, whose value won't be like cut in half if he has a, a big injury, basically. I can behind that. So, like, for example, like just to, to close out here. Diggs is eight years into his NFL career. He's wide receiver 10. So he's still a wide receiver one, eight years in. Like, find me the running back who is a running back one, eight seasons in. The only example I could have of that is maybe Frank Gore. Yeah, maybe. But I don't think it was a running back ten. I didn't play back then. I think like Frank Gore is probably fifty. Um, but like, okay, McCaffrey is six years in, and he is the running back two. Which is also impressive, by the way, for Christian McCaffrey. It is. It is impressive for a running back to be like. That high at a twenty-seven years old. So eight years in, Frank Gore had a eleven hundred yard, nine touchdown season. So I, I think that's safe to assume that's a running back one season. But 
but would he have been like a dynasty running back one still? That's a good question. Now that's yeah. a different question. Obviously, yeah. we don't know because this was eight years in for Frank Gore was 2013. I think dynasty was just generally speaking still in the infancy stage. So, you know, I'm sure we don't have, we didn't have keep trade cut in 2013. We sure didn't. <laughs> so, 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 I mean, I guess in that sense, you'll never know. Yeah, I agree. Something that we didn't discuss in the previous episode but Jameson Williams, yikes. Six targets, no receptions. Apparently, uh, the people in the Lions organization don't have the most glowing review of him right now. You still on board? Yeah. He had, like, I would say he had one bad drop to touchdown. Have we done um, Jameson Williams or? Uh... I I think we sort of did, but his value probably took a hit since. Let's do it right now, live on air. Jamison Williams or let me get let me get this up. Poor poor Alex, he's just taking all the stories today. (laughs) Let's go to the rankings. Rankings. Let's see how far one quarterback or superflex. Uh, guess you can do one QB. Okay. All right. Let's see. Gee. <laughs> yeah, you might have to scroll down a bit. Oh God! I found his tear. It's it's not just a bit. It's like multiple pages. Tier five. Nope. Okay. Okay. No, that's way too far. There he is. There we go. Jameson. Oh. All right. We're just gonna start off with the thing that's right above him. Jameson William for a late twenty twenty six first. I would still take Jameson. I still believe in the talent. Over a late 2026. <laughs> yeah, like, we might not be alive by 2026, so. <laughs> You're not wrong. Jameson Williams or Rasheed Rice? Like, Ooh. is Rasheed Rice what we hoped Skymore would be? Is, like, uh, Rasheed like actually for real? Yes, I'll take Rishi Rice. Because I sort of think he's for real. Jameson Williams or Tank Dell? (laughs) Not that one I don't think is for real. So I'll take Jameson. Okay. Tank is ahead of him for the record. Oh, wow. Jameson Williams or Damian Pierce? Damien Pierce would have fall from grace. Damn. They're in the same tier. Um, <laughs> which is saying something about Pierce. 
Um, I think I'll take Jameson because I think Pierce will be replaced next draft. Like I always said, he was always just a one-year play. I'm glad I moved basically everywhere. Oh, no. Jameson Williams or Taji Spears? Like, Taji actually looks nice when he's out there. But Taji might... Taji might have a shorter career than than Gurley. So I'll take Jameson. Alright, let's do some more interesting ones. <laughs> oh my! These, I cannot believe these guys are in the same tier. Jamison Williams or Terry McLaurin? Yeah, people are down on Terry. For real. Yeah, he's also 28. Just like yeah. four seasons in, that was always the concern, is that it was quite a late prospect. Uh-huh. I would still take Terry McLaurin, though. Terry's my guy. Here's an interesting one. Jamison Williams or Amari Cooper? Will Amari Cooper ever play with a good QB again? Probably not. Yeah, I think I'll just take the upside of Jameson. Oh my god. Jameson Williams or Justin Fields? Jameson Williams. At least Jameson will have a job next year. Justin Fields is ahead of him, and yes, that's not in the Superflex. People are still way too high in Justin Fields. Oh no. Jameson Williams or Kieran Williams? <laughs> That's still Jameson for me. I'll take Jameson over <laughs> most running backs. Okay. Jameson Williams or Calvin Ridley? Are they even in the same tier? Yes. What? Well, within one tier of each other. Calvin Ridley is tier 10. Jameson's That's... in tier 11. That's a massive fall from Grace, from Calvin. Yeah, he's down 28 spots. Yeah. And it's it's justified, like... Hold on, let me just go by 30-day trend and see what happens. Can I go by... Th- I can't go by 30-day trend. Oh, man. Uh, it's Jameson for me, I guess. But you can get more for Calvin Ridley. But he's not the wide receiver. Uh, I got that one right. It didn't look like it after week one, but I got that one right. Calvin Ridley isn't hit. What other news were there? I think there was another piece of news. I guess this one. Um... Jerome Ford, I think he will be out a week or two. Uh, I believe they considered it like a nine ankle sprain, but it's a low, I don't know, low grade or something like that. So not super impactful, but he will well, he will be out. Uh, no, no, Jerome Ford. Oh, Jerome Ford. Okay. Yeah. Will Deshaun so, Watson be out there so he can throw interceptions while on the run? I haven't seen any indication of he won't, so... 
Yeah, I think it's it's gonna be Deshaun. Deshaun throwing the picks. So Kareem Hunt gets the play. We didn't talk about it, but like <laughs> did Arthur Smith just like give the the ultimate middle finger to the fantasy football fans and players with okay, the Bijan? Okay, 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 okay. We're, we'll address this because we need to address this. Supposedly air quotation marks Bijan robinson had was had an illness a physical illness or whatever, yes and that's why they limited his touch touches very interesting to never report any of that and they are being investigated by the nfl due to that are you think they're tanking to get a quarterback oh absolutely not like that team is not tanking? No, that team is not good enough. They won the game. <laughs> they won the game. Despite Desmond Ritter's best attempt, they won the game. So, like, you... Okay, so you own one of these assets for the Falcons. You own... Maybe you own multiples. Maybe you own Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and, and or B. John Robinson. What do you do? Do you just pray? Like, just we... Give we give this like some some crap, but like Bijan has been is running back ten on the season, even with the dud. Yeah. Drake London is wide receiver twenty eight after the dud on week one. Ever since he has scored eighteen point seven, five point one, eleven point eight, fourteen point nine, twenty one point five, eleven point four, and has seen seven or more targets. And uh, five of the last six games. The one he didn't had like seven targets, he had six. So he's getting the targets and he's getting production. So Drake London is, is fine. Is six targets really getting the targets? I mean, he had seven for five of those six games. Do you know who's had... getting more targets than Drake London? Who? Kenny Pickens. Or George Pickens. Kenny Pickens. George Pickens. Sorry, I, I, I combined Kenny Pickett and George Pickens. It's really easy to do. Promise. But George Pick George Pickens is getting like ten targets a game, with Kenny Pickett throwing to him. I mean, yeah, like the targets aren't optimal, but he's still like, I don't know, who's getting like more targets than him or less targets than him? I guess, like Pickens has forty-eight targets on the season. And how many does Drake London have? Yeah, Drake London has 50. Pickens did have a buy already. London didn't. But I mean, it's not a bad number of targets. He's like one target off of DJ Moore. And the same amount of targets as Devonta Smith. Like, the targets are fine for Drake London. Like, he's getting a good bunch of targets. Like, he has played, what, seven games? He has 50 targets. So he's averaging around seven targets a game. That's not bad. I don't know, man. I just, I, I'm sorry, but you, yeah. there's just something about getting six targets a game and you say that he's getting, no, six targets, six targets, man. <laughs> He's averaging seven targets a game with, like, the first week having, like, one. So that's a big outlier. 
this is fair. It's fair. He's getting more targets. If you could, if you take out the outlier, he's averaging eight a game. Eight a game is fine. Like. For context, like for example, Diggs is getting eleven, and he's apps like one of the top what five best receivers in the game, and it's an eye passing volume team. So, continue for a second. One sec. Yeah, like I think you just sort of hold everyone. Like the one who's most more concerning is Cal Pitts, but other than that, I mean, it's it's fine. Like Pitts has it is like. Two of the last three games, he has been fine. And Bijan has always been fine the whole season. He won't have, like, the crazy ceiling, but he's fine. Um, Drake London is doing okay as well. He's a nice wide receiver, too. He won't have the ceiling that we once expected uh, right now. But he's still giving a good production as a wide receiver, too. So I'm not that worried about the, the Atlanta Falcons offense. Uh, other than that, I mean... I believe there was one or two another piece of news that we needed to talk about. Um, yeah, Karen Williams went on IR prior to the game starting. There were some reports on who would be the, the starter uh, going forward between Royce Freeman and Daryl Anderson. And then like last second, there was a piece of news that said that Daryl Anderson would start and he got the majority of the workload. So Daryl Anderson is probably the play going forward. Uh, Christian Watson injured his, his knee in the last play of the game. It didn't look great, but apparently he said he's going to be fine. So I mean, other than that, out of the oh, what is that, Justin? Angelo not here to introduce our guest of honor. Sounds all right. Yeah. How are you doing today, Alex? I'm fine, Justin. How about you? Uh, doctor's appointments. Did you did you uh, give some thoughts to? Uh, first of all, how did uh, that go? Uh, unless you don't want to talk about it here, but. Oh, it's nothing. It was just some eye appointments. I drove home halfway blind so I could get here. Right, but you got here. That's that's what matters. Yes. 
I guess since since Angelo isn't here, but uh, like Justin has been playing with the uh, with us in the Dynasty House League for I don't know. I think you joined like a year or two after Angelo, so you've been playing for what five six years in the league with us. So long time member. And like going to look at your trade now. And him and I have like this thing in which like we never settle down on a value. We all we always like have some discrepancies, so we haven't made a single trade since he joined, I believe. There's Angelo's trade that I'm rejecting. <laughs> or at least one of Angelo's trades. He's he, he he sent me something for Stefan Diggs too. I am aware. <laughs> uh, he told you. Yeah, he didn't told me. He didn't say what he what he had offered, but he said he was gonna offer something. trying to find that one trade you were talking about. I guess I didn't see it earlier whenever you offered it. Oh, since we were working on this one, I just rescinded the one, the other one, so. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> the only thing I saw was the Sam Howell one. I never saw anything other than that. Yeah, I sent the Sam Howell one first, and then I I sent the other one. Like, bit after, a bit before you, you mentioned it in chat. See, I didn't see it. I, I was already gone driving around making so two different doctor's appointments are going from one to another. Okay, um, got it. See. Let's see what we got. I am intrigued on this one. Mine are Angelo's. Yours. Okay. I mean, I think it's a solid offer. See the, the the one thing I looking at both of y'all's, I think you're offering the better wide receiver one because y'all both offer two wide receivers. The difference is he offered me two first while you offered me one. Okay. But neither one of y'all's first is gonna be a top first either. Either no matter what. Yeah. So they're. I can get two late first and then the two receivers he sent, or I can get the two receivers you can't sent and one late first. And my wide receiver package is probably better, so that's why you're sort of in the first. Christian Watson is what I like. Sky yeah. Moore, eh. He'll just be what it is. He's there. Maybe it turns into yeah. something, maybe don't. So just a, he was basically a sweetener. The bulk is Watson in the pick. Yeah. yeah. So Angela just completely disappeared on us, so that's that's always fine. I messaged him and told him I was here. 
seeing if he he never responded. Yeah. So he needs to come in and defend the straight. I am so sorry. Um, a cool thing happened at my house. How is everyone? Yeah. Same here. Something like fell off the, the shelf so or something. How was the Justin and Alex conversation going? Uh, it was going fine. We were just he was just mentioning that um he was intrigued by both of our trades. Cool. So Justin. Yeah. So one thing that um Alex and I because obviously you missed the start of the episode. One of the things Alex and I was reminiscing on was the fantasy leagues that we've been in throughout the years and some of the, like, heartbreaks, maybe something that completely broke us. Have, have you experienced that in any fantasy league so far? Like, what is your most heartbreaking story in a fantasy league? J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> that, that, that's my biggest heartbreak ever in fantasy football. And I. I've held on to him way too long. Because Alex really wanted him last year, and I, I, I just didn't want to I didn't want to move him. And that was the biggest mistake I've made so far in you fantasy keep, football. You keep billing me out on those, because I also wanted Najee. So that's two bailouts. Oh, no! He wanted Najee and JK, and I said no to both. Well, JK... Okay, so JK was my first... My first year... JK was my first ever draft pick in Dynasty football. I had never played Dynasty. I I didn't know what Dynasty was. Angela brought me in, and that was my first ever pick. So that's my issue with JK. Like, that was my first ever pick. He was, like, the person I wanted to be good. So that's why I've always said no on JK trades. Najee, I just, I don't know. I had high hopes, but it's not looking good. Yeah, I had high hopes for Travis Etienne too, and then I shipped him off and he turned into something. Yeah, I had high hopes for Javante. And he is something. Just something. Uh, <laughs> who would you rather have, Javante or J.K. Dobbins? Oh, Javante. <laughs> Javante at least plays. <laughs> Javante has a future in the league. That's the difference. Might if, not be a long Jake, one. If you could put the stipulation on healthy, it would be JK in my opinion. But you can't do that, so it would have to be Javante just because of JK's health. Yeah. Right. JK is definitely not the guy you you want when you're talking about health. So Let's get into it. What was what to you was He disappeared again. I disappeared, sorry. So Justin, what for you was the catalyst for the Alex tax and what is the Alex tax to you? So my thing is when I go through when I first joined, the team that I had at the time was blah. blah. And for a hot second, for a season or so, I made it something to a certain extent. Now, unfortunately, some of the big moves that I've made have now fizzled out. Like, my Dalvin Cook trade, 
was a great trade. I don't even remember. I, I it was some. I don't even remember who they drafted with that pick. It was a running back. I want to say it might have been Camakers. Yeah, it, that trade that like like that was a good one, and now he's falling off. Like like moves I've made. The only move I've made besides the first trade I ever did, which was got me Patty and Stefan Diggs. Like they've helped me for for a short amount of time, but my situation with Alex Tax is when I joined, my team was crap. I've made it to where it was, but looking at the teams when I joined, he already had established probably one of the best teams in the league. Now other people have built, but his team just off the jump reminds me of when you it reminds me of when you play Madden. And you play these franchises like me and you do, Angelo. And these people have these stacked teams, and you're just... Justin, you're you... one of the people. You have what? the stacked team. When? Always! No. Well, I'm talking about... It depends. You're Miles Garrett and Joey Bosa. When? I don't ever get Miles Garrett. I think you think no. of Austin. Austin was the one that played Miles Garrett at T-Tackle. <laughs> just saying that was not me but i mean when it's us three yes but when it's like full leagues i can't i i don't when we're doing it with computers yeah that that's nothing but when you're doing full leagues like we are now me and you and like you have like raiders and mark and like they have their stupid stack teams and great players like that that, that that's that's what i've, I've viewed alex as Alex's team was just stacked, and he could just get get what he wanted because he had so much extra. Like his bench were starters for me when I first got into this league. That's so. That was was stupid stacked, especially from I'd say about 2018, 2019 till about just recently. That's why I always said, if I traded with Alex, I needed. I needed sweeteners. Like, I'm, I, I don't want to help someone that's already overloaded. I don't want to. But here's here's the thing. Here's the I guess here's the counter argument. I'm going to play devil's advocate. There also is like a vacuum where you did get this person to overpay, even if it's by a little, whether it's by a little or a lot. You got this person to overpay. Why not just take your win? Why try to get more and more? There's a difference. So, whether it's a little overpay or a lot of overpay, it depends on what the overpay is. Because just because your numbers say he overpaid, right? One of the players that he might offer me, I might hate. I might not like. So that overpay means nothing to me if I don't like the player, or if I don't have any hope of believing the player. That's like that's like Madden logic. Let me throw a whole bunch of crap in there and hope it gets to be the trade. Like, it, it, it used to work, it, but, like, Madden nowadays, it doesn't work anymore because they take into just stacking stuff in there. Like, like me and him were talking a minute ago. Sky Moore is not someone I'm high on. There's a reason they traded back from a Cole Hartman. That's fair. What? It's a fair assessment. But... I mean, so I I guess then here's the question. Then you said that, you know, it has to be a deal you like. 
and you want a sweetener. Well, if that's the case, what's the sweetener? Because you have just said, you know, McCall Hardman's not someone. That's a sweetener. Whether or not, like, you like the dude or not, and I guess that does matter because that ultimately dictates whether or not you accept the deal or not. That is a sweetener, and that is something to somebody, you know. Now, it, granted, it could be. But if I think the guy's going to be out of the year to the league in two years, I mean, is it really a sweetener? Potentially. So something Alex is really good at, and I'm at least trying to get better at, is Alex will gauge the rest of the league. And he will acquire players that he doesn't necessarily like, but he thinks he can move somewhere else at either a profit or to get someone that he does like. Now, I haven't seen you do too many trades in just about any league I'm in. So I'm going to assume that you don't go out and you don't try to, you know. Oh, I have. You have? I have. What have you found? No one, no one wants to trade with me. No one wants to trade with you? Why? Okay, so then why do you think no one wants to trade with you? They don't value what I have. I don't know. <laughs> They don't. Well, that that's the counter thing. They don't value things the same way you do. That's, I guess, why at the end of the day, like trade calculators, whether it's keep trade cut, whether it's you know dynasty dominator, are nice, and that's cool to get like a gauge. But at the end of the day, you have two different people with two different opinions. So, you know, if Justin Jefferson is the top wide receiver on every you know trade calculator, but the person you're trading with thinks it's Jamar Chase and you have Jamar Chase, then you can get that. You can get more for Jamar Chase because they think he's worth it. Yeah. Numbers numbers are are good to have, but it it also comes to preference. Oh, no, 100%. And what you believe in and what you don't believe in. There's obviously homerism. I'm a Bengals fan. So obviously, like, P. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, those people, you know, I I actually don't try to acquire them. Because I think the homerism lends me to overpay for them. So, but, you know, I have... But you acquired one. No, you traded one. Yes. I, well, yeah, I acquired one, and then I tra- I acquired Jamar Chase, and then I traded him for Justin Jefferson. Because to me, Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the league right now. My thing is, I also, like, so, like, just recently, I'll talk about the Alex trade. The okay. trade that we had. Yes, he did overpay to a certain extent, yes. Yeah, but I also look at it as, as of right now, in my opinion, Alex is desperate. Okay. okay. And desperation takes into place when it comes to a trade. To see what you can, to push a little bit to see what you get. That's why I didn't offer anything recent. I offered a 2026. I don't know how Alex cares about stuff that three years out he's he's out right now but when he gets back we can uh actually i actually when he does get back i want to kind of discuss your guys's mindset on the deal because i want to this this at least is interesting to me because it gets like two people who have been in discussion in a trade all day and their different perspectives of a trade essentially so i kind of want to to be fair we haven't actually been in discussion all day i've been running around for doctor's appointments he sent it but yeah, when it's I been there all day. I wanted to see where your gauge was too. And you said my deal was interesting. Your deal's okay. Yeah. So yeah. I look the two first get me on yours. Right. Neither one of y'all's first is going to be a high first. 
But well, that I offered. Huh? The one that I offered is not high first. Well, you offered me two. Right. And neither one of them are going to be high. He offered me one. It's not going to be high. But Watson's better than Dobbs. And Watson's also better than Rondell. I'm not high on Rondell. Like, I like him. Okay, that's fair. But that's fair. I get, I get you. This was Madden. I was like, yeah. But. <laughs> oh, yeah, Madden, he has the cheat code. So, let's see. You're a Giants fan? Mm-hmm. So, we have talked about the Giants a few times, you know, at times, they look like the worst offense in the league, but the defense looks nice. And at other times, they look like a decent offense, and the and a decent offense, and the defense looks terrible. So, what is your take on the Giants so far this year? I mean, since day one, we've been missing our left tackle. And Evan Neal is a bust. Evan Neal. And yeah. our best offensive lineman is a center that I didn't know we had. <laughs> We drafted him in a late round pick. So without Andrew Thomas, it makes it difficult. But like our offensive lineman is put put together with people I didn't know he had. Yeah, it's it's duct so, together, yes. Like I watched a video the other day. It was a video where it was against the Dolphins. They lined up. Evan Neal had a guy to his right. The center and right guard had a guy in front of, in between them, kind of. Okay. When Daniel Jones said hut, Evan Neal went for the tackle. That was lined up in front of the guard and center? Yes. Oh, wow. The end walked right past him. The end wasn't, like, standing up a distance away. No, he was on the line. That's crazy. I like. I know they draft. I believe they drafted him, and he was like fifth. So, yeah, they drafted him fifth overall. But when they drafted him, he was like twenty-one. So he was young, and I'm sure he needed to develop. But he's what two, three years in at this point. Like this is his second year. Yeah, but you know, some things have to start clicking. Is is my point? Like I understand you getting beat. Cool. It happens. But when you're blatantly not, like, focused and you're not paying attention and you're not getting hands on people, that is more than just needing to improve your abilities. So do you think do you think Brian Dable and the coaching has any to – has any blame on that, or do you think that's all Evan Neal? Don't get me wrong. Like, I could be coaching – but Andrew Thomas turned out fine. Right. No, we got a stud center that's been playing lights out, and he was a nobody. So I don't know how much it is coaching or just how much it is can't fix special. Yeah, you can't fix the deficits that Evan Neal has. Yeah. No matter how much they work on it. Like... And it doesn't help that our wide receiver core is blah. Like, it's Darren Waller or nothing. So, yeah. no low line, 
no wide receiver core. So do you think that um, because something that I will say, being a Bengals fan and watching, you know, I get to watch every team in the AFC North twice a year, basically. Um, one thing I will say about the way the Pittsburgh Steelers usually, you know, construct a roster is usually they try to start with like the targets, then they focus on the offensive line, then they get the quarterback. Obviously, they haven't done that with Kenny Pickett, and the offensive line was in shambles his first year, but they did have the weapons. So, do you think that you should have taken a more like we need to get the other things before we got Daniel Jones? Like, do you kind of regret Daniel Jones at, with a top five pick? So, my I'll say this, and this is what I said when we drafted him. I wanted Daniel Jones when we drafted him. I don't think he was a top five pick. I think we reached. The issue is Daniel Jones was David Gettleman. Yeah. David Gettleman was the worst GM you could possibly ever have in your organization. <laughs> He's pretty bad, dude. He, he 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 is the worst. Beyond, without a doubt the worst and he was the worst thing for us and right now we are still getting over the david gettleman you're getting over david gettleman i mean you gotta look at like this carolina still getting over david gettleman you're not wrong i think i actually i actually don't think the carolina roster as a whole is that bad i just think the wide receivers are oof like you, that's you their got, fault for getting rid of DJ Moore. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they had to get rid of DJ Moore to get Bryce Young in the building. Was he part of that trade? Yes. Okay. Well, it was yeah. the pick that got Bryce Young. Now, funny enough, um, the Panthers also traded their first-round pick next year. So right now, maybe not right now, but last time I checked, the Bears currently own the number one and the number two pick of the 2024 draft. What what kills me is, like, watching these drafts year after year, um, the year that Justin Fields was drafted, mm-hmm. we the Giants had that pick. We had 10. Yeah, you traded tra- to, uh, to the Bears. Go ahead, sorry. Yep. And we got their first round pick for next the year after blah blah blah. Cool. Yeah, didn't you have like two top no two top ten picks? Two top ten picks. That's what I think. No, we had two top fives. You had two top fives? Was it top fives? I think. I think it was like five and nine. I think it was two top tens. I think we had three and five. Because we took Tibbs, Tibbs and Neil. Yeah, and Tibbs has been great. I think it was three and five. But my thing is, at 10, we could have took Micah. What, you're saying you would have rather have gone Tibbs and Micah? No, no. Up on pass rush? No, we, 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 we wouldn't have been. We, so, Micah was the year, uh, um, the year before, I think, yeah. So, it would have been, uh, instead of trading that pick, Getting the extra pick, which got us Neil. Um, we could have gotten uh, 
Micah Parsons instead of whoever we we drafted Tony that year. Kadarius Tony. Yeah, that was the year we traded back and we drafted Kadarius Tony. So instead of trading back and then getting in, in the trade back, we got Kadarius Tony and Evan Neal. Instead of doing that, we could have gotten Micah Parsons the first year, and if we played as bad as we did still, we would have been able to get tips. Yeah. Or they might not even win tips. That would be They might not even win tips at that point in time because we have a, a Z's, so it would have been a Z's and Parsons, and then they might have still went the bust of a Neal. Okay, so I want to take a few steps back because Alex just got back, but it was about um, Justin's way of thinking as far as deals go, and I kind of want, as two people who have been generally discussing the trade all day, I want you guys to kind of discuss your guys' perspective on, you know, trades as far as what's a kicker as far as a sweetener and how you guys kind of approach a trade. Yeah, um... I was listening to to everything. I just wasn't here, but yeah, oh, okay, it's okay, it's it's kind of what you said. It's like I usually always tend to find the guys that are probably like undervalued in some situations, and that I think I can flip for. So that's because I think like that. That's how I usually propose trades. So, for example, like Sky Moore, it's a guy that it's probably not super valuable right now, if anything. Um, do I still think he has a chance to be something? I do. So that's why I sent him in this trade. It's a sweetener because he has a guy with upside. Now, Justin might not like him, and that's that's totally fair. But it's someone that sh- like he could take on and could gain some value. Because he's still young and like a couple of good games might really like rise his value. Which for example a guy like I don't know, like Zekertz, like he's never gonna value. Like he is what it is right now. But a young guy like Sky Moore, for example, he has the upside to to be something. Now, again, as Justin said, he, he doesn't see like a future for Sky Moore in the league, and that's fair, I guess. So that's like those pockets of value that you you need to find that probably makes the trade a bit less attractive. But again, I treat those guys as as basically sweeteners. So not the big piece in the deal. The big piece in the deal is Christian Watson at the pick. I didn't realize Christian Watson's technically doing worse than Sky Moore this year. Uh he has been he was injured like to start the season. Yeah. Yeah, he's only played three games. Yeah, he's back now. But yeah, that's that's basically it. I, I do like to find those guys that maybe like for example, Sky Moore was a guy like that. I got him as a as a sweetener in the trade as well. Or no no Sky Moore was, was I'm not thinking about Sky Moore, I'm thinking about Daquan Thornton, for example, was a guy that I got basically as a throw in in an AJ Dillon deal. Because I think it's a guy that was being undervalued. Now, if he starts to rise and gain some traction in the New England offense, maybe he's worth a bit more than I, I got him for, and then I can flip him. Uh, that's usually the type of guys that I target. But here's the thing. Like, I have been afraid to acquire anyone in the New England offense. I don't care if it's Ramadre Stevenson. Like, there's just something about that offense that just looks cursed. Kendrick Bourne's been playing really well. Exactly. Yeah, 
and the random guy that they just got off, like, I think it was an undrafted free agent or something, like the Mario. The only reason why I know Boring's been playing good is he's on my bench in the other league. Yeah. But but that's exactly it. Like, you don't know what wide receiver is going to be what. Like, I, like, quite honestly, if you took the strategy of just, just drafting a bunch of late round Patriots picks, that's probably a better strategy than the guys who are hyped up. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to, I, I, that I would be more okay with that because then at least I didn't invest anything into it. And if they don't pan out, they don't pan out. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not trying to pay up for the guys like Taquan Thornton. Like I sold AJ Dillon for a second and got Taquan Thornton thrown in. So like it's a throw in. So not a big investment. Just something like you're buying at an absolute lowest that maybe can turn into something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like in in that in that trade scenario, I would disagree with Justin's take that I'm desperate. I'm kind of like I am going with the motions right now. Like I know I need to do something, but if I don't, then I'm like it's Thank it is true. what it is. <laughs> but it, it, it it's kind of like it's kind of just it is what it is because like on one hand I I can admit that this is probably one of the weakest teams that I've had in a while but on another like I lost by what point thirty five points without half of my team half of my starting team was either injured or on by so let's not pretend let's not pretend you faced a top team you faced a team that's like third in their division. Yeah, yeah, that's that's totally true, but like, still, 100 and something points, which like isn't super great, but no. at the same time, like, without F of my team, I'm pretty sure that if you put like most, of, for example, I was looking the, like, the the Pac-Man Pro guy, um, the one that I'm sending the, the pick to Justin, like, if half of his team went down, you would be starting guys like, I don't know, Mac Hollins or Jake Bobo or Jonathan Mango. Like, I think, like, I'm not doing good, but it's like, I think it's going overboard. So how do you view, like, so how do you view the importance of depth and how do you get it in a dynasty aspect then, Alex? Because obviously... You want in Dynasty, and this is a lot harder in Dynasty. You want players who can come in when your starters are gone. But the thing is, especially in like when this is a sixteen man referring to, especially in a sixteen man, getting like players to just plug in is not the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, you have to sort of find those guys who are basically not super valuable but at the same time you sort of think that they are better than the, what they were for example like a guy that is only super undervalued like tyler lockett i got him off for basically i i think we were talking about this when i pulled the deal but i think it was last season in the draft i traded i don't know i think it was like the 15 peak overall when there was like the draft was pretty bad like the 2022 draft at that point there was not really anything good so i got him for that and i also got a turret thrown in like that's the sort of deals that you make to sort of add like a depth piece that isn't super that isn't being valuable valued super properly in my opinion 
and that's how you just go and build that depth just to to have some players you also have to one thing that i really like to do is like the downgrades and so on for example oh i don't know like the the mccaffrey deal like that one wasn't super good but i basically got at the end of the deal i got for mccaffrey i got a first a second a third and david montgomery and like in terms of value like montgomery is nothing similar to cmc but montgomery in terms of production like he's not going to be cmc but it's going to be close enough to the point in which like i get a first a second and a third that i can use in in talent elsewhere that's a really good point that's like what you need to do in order to have like good enough depth to to face like as i said five injuries or players on by and still feel like a competitive team but now tell me justin which trade are you gonna take oh that one i haven't decided he wants he wants a live on on record <laughs> because i was also i didn't realize about that one trade you were talking about and i'm still looking thinking about that one uh, so we're gonna we're gonna play like that game. Well, I just you brought it up and I didn't realize you sent it to me. So thinking about that one, because if I would have saw that one, I would have went off that one. But no, I mean I'm I'm looking at this one. We we can stay where we're at here. I'm not changing nothing. I mean you can change. Um, it. Like you, I mean you you're the one who said it yourself. I mean you hey, you can change it. Yeah. I, I can send a different guy from Skymore, but like, I think Skymore is right around the type of player that I would send because if we jump a tier up, it's like Marvin Mims or Jaden Reed, and those are two guys that I probably wouldn't send here. And if we go tier down, it's like Taekwon Thornton, uh, Charlie Jones, players like that, which you probably value even less. So it would make it tricky. Give and take. That that is the thing with trades. Trades is a give and take. You have to have two people who either have similar values as far as player goes, and but or two people who have completely different values, but the different values are on the opposite sides. It, it it's crazy. Trade trading is honestly the thing that makes dynasty the most fun to me. What do you guys think? Oh, for sure. Like the the time that I have the most fun is like draft season. When those trades are running wild, that's usually the best. Oh yeah, there you cannot beat draft season in the dynasty, oh, especially if you got. Like I might legit have an addiction to trading, so. Yeah, you're, <laughs> probably why you're right now. There, there was one trade in the. Um, in the redraft league, the the streamer league that I usually talk about, mm-hmm. I basically did a trade there in which uh, I can like tell you the full deal. Um, where's the guy? Um, no. <laughs> so I basically traded Gus Edwards and Wendell Robinson for Amari De Mercado. Like, that's the epitome where you're addicted to trading and you're just trading for the sake of it. Pretty much, 
<laughs> I actually think like two of those guys ended up on waivers. Like, I don't know, a day or two after. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out. Like, <laughs> yeah, at that point, you're just trading, trading. Just, you just wanted to see the accepted deal. And it's kind of like I didn't want to drop any of the guys that I sent. So I basically just traded for a guy who I thought had a tiny bit of upside. So that's how it came to be. So Alex, I traded Jerry Judy for a second round pick. Do you think a second round pick is about what Jerry Judy is worth? I think it's a bit more. And I guess you can you can say that about our trade. Our trade attempt as well in the other league. Because yeah. you tried to get Jerry Judy from me. For a second. Yeah. <laughs> For a second. <laughs> and after countless like back and forth, you just sort of gave up. Because I really want to get a one, but I'm, I, I know that Judy isn't worth a one. So I was trying to add things up to get the one. Yeah, you're See, in this situation. To get a first. Yeah, I, I saw, I was like, yeah, he's trying to work it. But see, in this situation, Judy is worth the first because what you did is you not only got Judy for a second, you took a player off Austin's team, which made it worse, which made that pick you have in your back pocket about more valuable. I caught that. (laughs) Justin caught my 40 chess move. (laughs) Oh, no, I saw it. Once I did it, I was like... He's only doing that to make Austin's team worse. And I was like, hold on, wait. Did Austin get the pick back? Is that why Austin's doing this? Like, I'm confused. Nope. So you're just basically following my strategy of buying players you think aren't properly priced to try and flip them. No, he's just trying to make Austin's team worse, so his pick is better. You could be both. Jerry Judy could be undervalued. And I could just wait, like, whatever. Or maybe I find someone who values him more. And he's worth more at that point. Or, and if that doesn't happen, you know, maybe Austin's pick moves up from five to four or four to three, you know? Win-win. What's, where's the loss? Where's the downside for me? Where is it? That, like, Austin's team is still doing okay. And Judy is worth nothing. <laughs> yeah, <pretty> much. <laughs> Which, like, I think um, I need to check on the phone because Sleeper is really bad on the PC. I think, like, the gap between the, like, the top three and him is still quite, like, decent. Like, it's, yeah, it's like 70 points almost from Austin to, to the third team. One deal at a time. Who is the third team? It's me, it's Justin here, and who's number three? It's Call Me Book Nasty. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty rough. That's a pretty rough roster. I don't think, I, I don't think Austin's overtaken that. Those are all of the three teams who are under 700 max points forward. Let's go. I'm in an elite company. You're the only honest- team under 600. Honestly, I didn't expect, like, 
it felt like I just blinked and then suddenly there was teams like I was competing with for the one on. I was like, wait a minute, what? What's this? This is a weird feeling. I scored 100 points one week. And I was like, wait, what? I can score 100 points? With what? <laughs> and then, I don't know. It, it, it's just it's surreal how quickly you can go from a unanimous 101 to back it. No, not back in it, but competing against other teams. Yeah? You guys thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I've been saying for a while that, like, you are still the worst team, but you're not that worse. And you've been kind of shrugging that off for a bit, but yeah, now it's starting to hit you. Like, there's teams out there that are pretty close to your level. Now, you're still, like, I think you're 120 point clear right now of the 101, so that's quite a bit of a gap. I had to trade Jamar Chase for that to happen. Yeah, but now... Jefferson might be back, and Brees Hall doesn't have his buy anymore. You know what? I don't think you're clear yet. I don't think you're clear yet. Especially not if I trade Patty Mahomes and Diggs. If you traded Patty Mahomes and Diggs, I assume it would be to get... Maybe not. Maybe not. It'd be what? Would you trade Justin's pick straight up for Patrick Mahomes in a one quarterback league? No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't? Yeah. I just think like at the current state I, I'm fine riding riding Howell for the rest of the season and then just having Richard to the back. So I don't think I would spend the pick like that. That's fair. What was the pick that what was the trade that you sent me earlier? Oh, I can go to our things. No, not you. Oh, okay. Alex, it's one people that, that send interesting trades. What? Uh, that included Richardson? Yeah. So I think it was Richardson in your pick. Oh, let me check because I think it's here in a second. somewhere. Uh, So it was was Richardson and your pick for Diggs, Mahomes, and a 2025 second. Like, I don't know which one you would prefer here. Honestly, I think if you added a little bit more. Like, I don't know how I feel about that just just off the top of my head. I don't know. Me, I feel like I'm overpaying. You feel like you're... In that one, I sort of like... I don't want to give that one. I don't want to be super loose with that pick because I still think that pick is going to be right there for the one on one. So I can't give like the absolute best of deals with that one. The other one I'm more loose, so I think you're getting a better deal with the other one, and you're still like not completely giving me the one on one for free because you still have Mahomes, you still have Christian Watson. So it sort of accomplishes both hands of trying to like screw me over the pick. So like I don't have the the one on one. I mean, it, it, it does, but it also that that trades more in favor to you, even though it, it is a possibility of the one on one. And I do air quotes, but that still does favor you. 
in my opinion, uh, yeah, quite a bit. I, I think I think it favors me. Yeah, if I'm being frank, I think it favors me. But it's it favors me just enough that it would make me trade the pick. Like if it didn't favor me that much, I wouldn't trade it. That's like sort of my point. And I think it basically guarantees you the one on one because if you don't have Mahomes and you don't have Diggs, I think you're a lock for the one on one. Like that's what keeping you afloat. You think he's a lock for the one on one without Mahomes and without Diggs? Oh, for sure. Like, did you know? Uh, like, okay, so I can I can just look here. So he scored ninety seven points this past week. Sure. Uh, F of those were Mahomes and Diggs. Yeah, it would be like right around your range of points, and you didn't have like Brees Hall this week, for example. And then when Jefferson comes back, that's when he starts to make up, like, the lost ground. He just needs to be, like, at the same level as you until Jefferson is back. Because when Jefferson is back, he basically gets, like, 20 points advantage on you every single game, roughly. Like, the week prior, he had 67 points. Uh, that duo scored 40. So you would have got like 27 with that duo. Which is under you. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's a lock for the one one if he doesn't have the, those two players. If he doesn't have Diggs and he adds Christian Watson, I think it's still a mix-up. Because uh, Call Me Buck Nasty is still sort of like alive to compete for the one oh two. I don't know. It's it's so weird situation. Bad feeling, man. Yeah, like. You know what? You know what? Screw it. What if I got in on this deal and instead of instead of like acquiring digs, I let you acquire digs. Justin acquire his pick back, and I get some. I send compensation, obviously, and I get some compensation. What would that look like? I would need quite a bit I mean, more. Let's be honest, I have the draft capital to make this work. I would need quite a bit more, to be honest. Because I, I my main ask was Mahomes and Diggs to get rid of the pick, basically. And if I'm just no, getting I'm Diggs... Saying, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm not, maybe you can get Mahomes and Diggs, but I just add a buffer... To Justin's deal to make him feel a little bit better about reacquiring his pick and giving him draft capital, and then you send me something. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm. That's all I'm, I'm just asking questions here. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but like at that point, you're probably gonna ask for more than I can, than I, I'm comfortable giving you. There's, there's that comfortable. There's the word. It's a weird situation. That's the boy. Yeah, just send me like, yeah, like I don't need Mahomes. Just send me like Pickens and che- and Jefferson, and I'm fine. This guy. Like those three for the pick. How about that? <laughs> this guy. 
But yeah, I think Justin has a few decisions to make. I think so. Because he might prefer yours and just have like the two picks to play the, the draft game. One of those picks is actually quite interesting because it's Luke's pick. Yes. I yeah. don't know what to expect from Luke. Luke could be a mid-pick. He could be a late. Luke seems to be going all. Yeah, but Luke is like... He doesn't have a whole lot to move. Both, both the picks you sent me were from the same person. Oh, they are both from Alex Miller? I thought... Well, yeah. Nah, they're both How same person. How does Alex Miller... Oh, it's in two different years? Yeah, two different years. Ah, okay, okay. I thought it was two picks in 2024. No. Okay. I like the 2024 picks, man. Come on. Okay. Yeah, like the Alex Miller pick is kind of wherever. But the Luke pick is interesting because I think Luke is... He has some nice pieces in there and he has managed to build a solid lead to the point in which I think he will be in the playoffs no matter what but he currently doesn't have a running back like his best running back is Damian Pierce the second best is between Gus Edwards and AJ Dillon because Kyron Williams just disappeared hey man I offered him a deal for Brees Hall he just didn't like the cost Is that what we got for today? I don't know. Kind of, kind of seems like we're missing some points. Because <laughs> we just end on like massive tirades here about yeah, random yeah, things. Who's <laughs> Luke? The, uh, the guy with the Steelers logo. Yeah, LM something. LM. Yeah. Oh, okay. Markowitz. Marco Wicks. Yeah, like that. Not okay, sure if, I, if I'm butchering that. Yeah. So I'm sending it. I got a Najee Harris on the plot. The thing is, it doesn't have the picks. So you need to sort of go for players. And he's not trading most of those players. So it's a kind of a weird situation that he's in. He wants to buy, but he. Like he basically he's in a situation where he has to trade JSN. That's that's basically. And you won't trade JSN for anything. No. Exactly. Oh. And he has what? him on the trade block. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like his stance on JSN, it's that it's basically he wants to try and get an elite wide receiver because he has a bunch of twos and he needs an elite one. Here's the thing. Do you think JSN and Drake London get you a one? Because uh, I don't, I, maybe I don't know. Depends. What is a one? Like a, a wide a dynasty wide receiver one in keep trade cut. Is that what we are saying? I mean, I, I ran in keep trade cut and Jamar Chase for um, JSN and Drake London came out even. I just didn't want to do it. <laughs> if we're just saying like a wide receiver one in keep trade cut, Chris Olave is a wide receiver one, and I would trade him for Drake London and JSN. So. So, would I trade any of the top five for him? For the, like, the duo? Probably not. 
but knowing me, I would probably just like go crazy for the youth and do it. So, <laughs> what's your value on Najee Harris? Not for you, just in general. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but like I think he's dusted. You should trade him for. I don't know what you can get right now, but whatever you can get, I would trade them for. Obviously, not like a third or anything, but like I think he's not long for the tooth. I think he's almost done, basically. You think he's not long for this world? Huh? I was thinking. I just like I'm like he's behind Jalen War right now on keep trade cut. <laughs> you really? Yeah. Like they are back to back, basically. You know what's funny is I have him in both leagues. There's someone who lost as much value as Naji because he went from like I don't know the running back twelve back in July to the running back thirty three right now. Thirty seven. Um, I'm. I'm seeing it, so. but it's just crazy. Yeah, like that's nuts. <laughs> but he, he just doesn't look good. Like Jalen looks so much better than him. Is it because of all the touches he had at Alabama before he entered the NFL? Could be his appeal was also like he was quite of an older prospect, and like his appeal was that he, he was basically a do it all Mac, he was pretty good in receiving game and so on and so forth. But like, talent wise, like he just wasn't an elite talent, he like he never jumped off the tape for me, so that's why I had him as the I think I had them as the three in that draft class. But like four, five, seven, he was never super like a super freak athlete. He just was a well-built back that would take most of the carries. And his appeal was always that he he went to the Steelers with Mike Tomlin, who usually likes the sort of back horse uh, running back like bell cow who takes all of the carries. So that's was most of his appeal. But yeah, like. It just might be dusted, so get what you can, Justin. Get out while you can, if you can even still. Like, like his value right now, like the players who have similar value to him, are Jaden Reed, Luke Musgrave, Pat Fryermuth, Jerome Ford. Like, yikes. Yeah, and like the recent keep trade cut things, like a user had the chance to go uh, between Kendra Miller in early 2025 second and Najee, and he ranked Najee as the worst option of the three. Yeah, for example, like worse than an early 2025 second. Worse than Jerry Judy, for example, in another, another scenario here, who just went for a 2024 20, second, so. Oh my. Yeah, he's around like the Luke Musgrave. There's plenty of Luke Musgrave 
like keep straight cut things and he's like around that range he's usually above him but he's around that range like Gabriel Davis Luke Musgrave Brock Purdy a second that's about what you can get for Najee would you think that that's fair as a Najee owner or would you be looking for more of course he's he's always going to be a bust for where you pick them but in terms of like I mean I'm going to try to get more but okay whether whether that happens is a different story yeah that's I would also try and get more maybe just try and hold up a game because he did produce this past game just try and hold out a game and see if like if he can just do anything for like decent stretch of time and after that, just move him. But then that's like a double-edged sword. Because if he if he just goes back to being nothing, then his price will just fall even more. So at that point, it's kind of like maybe you can get a second. At this point, it's like you can get a second. If you wait too much, it's probably maybe you can get a second. Or maybe you can get a first. <laughs> so that's like the waiting game that you have there. I'm just glad I drafted Jordan Addison in the Manning race that league oh yeah that that was a good one you almost beat angelo there i thought i was gonna yeah if i didn't if if i if i wouldn't have been driving home or uh, i was out of state and i was driving home so i didn't know dk was out because i played dk and he didn't score a point if i started dodging i would have won yeah, Najee, exactly. <laughs> or Kendrick like Bourne. Like anyone. <laughs> For the win, man. I appreciate it. I could really use I was 2-10 and ten on the year, you know. I was down on my luck. Didn't, you know, I was looking into the abyss. I know, uh, did I send, I have yet to send you me having, like, multiple meltdowns today. But I definitely had multiple meltdowns today <laughs> in, in fantasy football. Here, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna show you a few of these. Here we go. Austin Eckler getting me nine points was a was a letdown. There you go. You can you can read those and oh, not that one. <laughs> yeah, like. That's not gonna happen, Justin. <laughs> What's well, not gonna happen? Oh, I just draw like the counter that he, he sent me. Yeah, that's like not enough value for me to sell the pick. Well, is there anything else? It, it was this. It it was the same trade, Angelo, with uh, Pat Mahomes and Diggs, but I threw uh, what's it, uh, Watson in. Yeah, just like a random throwing of Christian Watson. There you go. Well, like I said, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I, I understand where you're coming from on the pick, and I under like I still look at it like without without Christian Watson in there, like I'm still getting quite a bit under in that trade. 
I I think like with the trade that you send, I think you would be getting a steal out of that. You're basically like trading Mahomes for not a similar QB, but a probably a fantasy football like Konami QB sort of guy that won't get you any points this year. So it's basically like you get the value. Like for example. Anthony Richardson, when he went down, I believe he was QB5 or QB6 in Keep Trade Cut. He's now QB7, even though he's out for the year. So, like, you're still keeping the value there. But the question is, is he not... Is him being injured going to be a consistent thing? Oh, we've talked about it, and I really don't think so. Like, I think that's completely BS, basically. Like, looking at... His injuries, like, okay, he had two injuries in four games, I think. Like, I think those were pretty bizarre injuries because, like, the first one, it's a concussion. I've seen that hit countless times. Like, he was just being hit as he was going for the for the, the goal line, basically, as he was reaching for the pylon. He just landed funny and his head bounced backwards, much, much like, like the Deshaun Watson um, fall that he had in that sack in which he threw the pick that wasn't the pick in the end. So I think that was just a free concussion, like he, he landed funny, and like nothing much there. And then the second injury, which knocked him out for the year, I mean, the defender just fell with his full weight on his like shoulder. It was it's nothing. Okay, I guess you can say because he was running, but at that point, then do we just completely discredit every single running QB? Because that's sort of counterintuitive to what we have always done in fantasy football. Because if we're just saying, like, okay, the guy ran, so that's why he got injured. I mean, sort of. Like, he ran, yes. He went down. And, like... A, a weird hit by the defender that landed with his full body weight on Anthony Richardson's shoulder just hurt his shoulder. Like, I guess that's that's a football play. That's not really like, he, for example, there's plays in which you see the QB just going for an extra yard, just not being safe with himself, just completely throwing like. But that no also regard for on human the type life. of computer. Uh, as a computer type of QB. Anthony Richardson is that type of QB, so he's going to put himself at risk way more than any other quarterback. In the, but in that trade, like you say, Anthony Richardson, whatever, cool. But with uh, Pat Mahomes' top three every year fantasy, Diggs, top five. Like, that's two... Top. Like, let me put it like this. If I offered you, like, next season, Anthony Richardson is healthy and all is good, wouldn't you jump at Patrick Mahomes for Anthony Richardson and Christian Watson? For Anthony Richardson and Christian Watson? Yeah, like, Mahomes for those two. I mean, there's a possibility. I see a little bit less upside for Christian Watson because of Jordan Love. Okay. And That's my only thing. Wouldn't you jump at Marvin Harrison Jr. for Stefan Diggs? And I mean, it depends on where he goes. I would, the way that I see it, I would jump on both, like without thinking much. So that's that's basically how I'm like deconstructing the trade. So I would rather have Diggs 
that I would rather have Marvin Harrison Jr. than Diggs, and I would rather have Anthony Richardson and Christian Watson over Mahomes. That's basically how I see it. That's why I'm not offering you the pick for Diggs alone. Because I do think that basically whenever like we get an official like Marvin Nerson Jr. is declaring and he goes to the combine and blows faces, he's going to be the wide receiver three in Dynasty. And then he goes to the Patriots. It doesn't even matter, to be honest. It does, to a certain extent. I think he's, he's going to be like... There was, if there was a team that could mess him up, it's the Patriots. Like, like, if there was a team that would make me regret getting the 101, it would be, it's the Patriots. It, it, it's like if, it's like when Chicago got Justin Fields, I was like, well, that's that. Yeah, but Justin Fields would, would bust whatever he went. Um, I just think, like, it doesn't matter for him. He's just such an elite talent that it won't matter. Like, I guess you can say the same thing with, well, like, Calvin Johnson back when he went to the, um, to the Lions. And it didn't even matter. So I, I just like he's such a unique and such a like generational like that word is used way too much. But in this scenario, I think it's probably true. He's such like an elite sort of can't miss. Yeah, like he's an elite can't miss prospect to me. So wherever he went, he goes, I think he, he will dominate. So yeah, that's, but you have to think about it like this. Even if we were to do this trade, which I mean, if we did the trade, there is a poss- there, There's more of a possibility that I get one on one. But if I we don't do this trade, possibility of that being one on one is more slim, by far. Yes, that is true. That is true. And that's that's something that I'm just taking the risk on, basically. Justin, there's a, there's a fork in the road. One road leads to. Alex getting the 102. The other road leads to Alex getting Mahomes and Diggs, but you getting the 101. That that's that's kind of the way. You know what you know what's funny is? What? I said I said uh what's his face to trade for Najee real quick. Just to, just to mess around to see what he would counter. I sent him a first for Najee. Is his first is gonna be low. It's like a twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six, Because he doesn't have picks. He sent me Mahomes for that pick. No. <laughs> <laughs> And now you just experience what me and Alex experience every single day. Congratulations. <laughs> That's the experience. That's it. <laughs> okay, I got an idea. But don't worry. Come draft day. Come draft day if you got a pick that and he wants it, that 2026 pick is going to go for that rookie pick. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's the dynasty experience. And, like, in the scenario that you were mentioning of you not getting the 101, I still think that come draft day, I can flip the 102 for more than Diggs. So that's basically where I'm like, okay, I can take the risk because if it doesn't pan out, I still think I'm in the clear. Like, if it's top three pick, I think it's it's worth Diggs or more, basically. Now, I might be wrong on that when the, like... We see the whole draft class like on combines and so on. One, it depends on the draft class, but two, I mean, what's the last time you've had the 101? Um, 
The Pits draft? Chase Pits. Javante. Where he was forced to take Pits. Yes. That was just to mess with the ADP. Okay, yeah. Alex, the main thing that throws me off is throwing that second in. On? And that, that, that that's on my side. On that one trade with the with the Diggs Mahomes trade. Okay. The the fact that you're wanting a second on top of it. Because even like you said, Mahomes whatever, uh Mahomes Anthony Richardson. Mahomes is gonna be better. Richardson's still going to be up there if healthy. And then Diggs is going to be top five no matter what. Now, Marvin Harrison has Jr. has the chance in the long run to be up there also. Diggs is almost 30. That's the issue. Hold on. All right. But you know Diggs is someone you can move in the offseason. And he's going to help you win this year. Diggs is someone he is going to move. Yeah. Well, yeah, he is going to move in the offseason. I will try, but the thing is, like, folks just don't want old players. He can come back to my team in the offseason after you use him to try to win the Super Bowl. This is Stefan Diggs going to Alex, right? I I don't care who goes where. I'm just. What's the deal? Yes, it would have been it's 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 Diggs and Mahomes going to Alec Richardson and my first coming to me. He also put a second on my end going. Okay. 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 I'm gonna do this live on air, and this is the only time I'm ever gonna do this. So if you guys don't accept this, you guys can screw off. One sec. Going to Alex? What? A second going to Alex. Yes, for next year. For next year. Yes. So Alex will get Diggs, Mahomes, and a second for next year. I get Anthony Richardson in my pick this year. It's funny that, like, the tray that we're talking about. Accept it. Both of you accept this right now. Right now. There's there's no reason for you guys not to now. Go accept it right now. <laughs> accept it right now. I, was I gonna, dare you. I was gonna say I dare you. I dare you to accept it right now. I was gonna say it's funny that like this trade on keep trade cut. As I don't care what the keep trade cut No, exactly. this trade has me winning by quite a bit. Like 7,000 points, basically. Like something crazy. But the other one has Justin winning it by... like. Yes, we understand. Tra- who wins and loses trade and subjective, except in this. I lose in this. But, but... I'm so confused on this trade. What do you mean? What, what's confusing about it? Except the trade! No, I'm confused on how you're involved. You, you're just sending him a second for fun? Yes! If you guys do not accept this trade right now, I am rescinding this trade. I, I am getting nothing. Nada. Nil. Zilch. Nothing. I don't feel good with that. 
you're just like sending a second. So that's like, like as the commissioner of the league, I wouldn't let it slide if it was like a trade someone else made. So okay, hold on, hold on then, hold on. But yeah, as I was saying, like that trade has me winning by around 7,000 points. The trade that I have sent you, Justin, the one with Watson in the late first. I, I, I understand, yeah. Yeah, that one has you I, winning I, by like 4,000. And I prefer that one to the one that I'm winning by 7,000. <laughs> and I think you're the other way around. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I like them both to a certain extent. Like like I told Angela, I was like, I like it, but... Getting my pick back, and then I can go into full tank mode at that point in time. Is... There you go. You guys feel better about that? I'm a commission of the league, and I like the integrity. <laughs> All right. Can't say nothing. Accept the deal. Accept the deal. Set the deal, acts. I have not seen the deal yet. He, pretty much, you get it's the same deal, but we both sent him a third. There you go. Call it, call it headache, headache, pay, whatever. You can just take Alex my trade, Justin. Alex Set sent me deal. a counter. Set the deal. Alex just sent me a counter on the other trade. Oh, see. About to close down on the on the live. We are about to we are about to head out. So are we getting this deal done live on air? Yes or no? Justin, what says you? <laughs> You're involved too, sir. You are involved too, sir. Don't see here trying to put this on me. This is a three way trade. Actually, you know what? What? You're going to accept the deal? Just for you, Justin. Just because I want to get this one done. <laughs> he wants the other one? He could have just accepted the deal. He could have just... <laughs> okay. He doesn't want to move Anthony Richardson. Go ahead. Done? Did my pandering work? That is essentially the one that you sent me, like during the afternoon. Where I added a second to it? Yeah. I don't know. I remember the remember the original one. Yeah, that this was the one that you countered. I'm just throwing a turret on your like getting a turret as a kickback. This is like what you asked for in your counter somewhere. somewhere yeah, you're good. Over the rainbow. I think like that one is. So are you going to join us after we're done here, Justin, for 2K? Because if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no. The counter's in here, too. Yeah, it was accepted. Boom. We did it! Not your trade. We did it! 
Not your trade, Angelo. We did it. I don't we care. Just, we just <laughs> took <laughs> you off. History was made. Me and Alex did a trade. Oh, my God. It happened. History was made. Now I need to move Patrick Mahomes. Right over here, buddy. I'm still upset I don't have my pick. You, 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 what do you mean you don't have your I thought you had the 101. Oh, maybe. I didn't know. accept that trade. He didn't want that trade. Yeah, oh, I man. paid extra to keep. Alex doesn't pick. want that trade. He paid extra to keep his pick. And, and that's the one that's going to bite me on the championship. Because I'm not getting my homes. <laughs> yep. And that's what, yep. Well, this was a two and a half hour episode. Woohoo! We made it! Congratulations! We have a nice little donate button. You know what? You know what, Alex? You do that. You and you and Justin, you cooperated. You got together. You did a deal. Congratulations. You guys get to do the outro. Let's take it off. Yeah. Angelo, you got to. Accept the trade for it to go through. You have to push it through. You know that, right? History's not made until it's done. There you go. Good job. Now history was made. Okay, guys. As Angela said, we have a nice fancy donate button there if you if you want to help us out. Thank you for listening. If you got this far as well, uh, as always, you have the. Every single platform, if you're listening on podcasts, on Spotify, wherever of those platforms you're listening, just leave us a five-star review. We always like those. And if you're listening on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe, give us a like, and turn notifications on. Also, leave us a comment. That helps as well. And as always, see you next week, guys. Have a good week. Say something, Justin. Everyone, have a safe and wonderful evening. Bye, guys. (laughs) 